Well, very good morning to all of you uh, uh, at home at the moment, and uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're uh, just dropping in for the first time, welcome. My name's Matt, I'm the Vicar of St John's uh, and West Thorny, and uh, these are our, our, our online offerings to encourage us and continue us in our faith together, our walk, uh, strange though it may seem at the moment, uh, together. Uh, we've been uh, working through the uh, Paul's second letter to uh, his young friend Timothy, uh, and we hope that that's been encouraging. But I just want to sort of do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, just remember that uh, this evening we have our I Wonder Bible study at 6.30, uh, where I think it's Ian taking us through another chunk of, of Isaiah. Uh, and this afternoon, uh, some of you will know, is uh, today is Rogation Sunday, uh, where we used to go and pray around the parish boundaries. Do encourage you to take some of your extended exercise uh, and, and take some time praying for the village um, around uh, this afternoon. So weather's meant to be good, uh, so it is on Friday. So uh, let's see uh, what we're um, looking forward to doing together. As we gather together, uh, let's remember uh, our time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for one another, each of us uh, loved and cared for by you. We remember those who are struggling a bit and pray that you would help us to be encouragers uh, according to your word. Amen. Good morning. This is this morning's reading from 2 Timothy 2, uh, verses 8 to 13. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying. If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. This is the word of the Lord. Well, as we come to the uh, second, this little chunk in the second uh, letter to Timothy, second chapter, uh, we've got these wonderful words, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. I want to just look at those, uh, that, that little chunk in context. It's a, it's a fairly tough passage in some ways. There's lots of big questions about that. Do get a copy of the house group notes. I have sent those out. Uh, and they will deal with some of the more difficult things in that in, in that little chunk because it could be uh, misleading uh, if you weren't uh, okay with, okay with it. Um, but uh, do take up the house group notes and have a look at some of those questions. Um, but let's just have a look at the sort of the broad thrust uh, for uh, Timothy. Paul has been encouraging him in lots of different ways, and and we have to remember that Paul had a pretty bruising encounter in Corinth and Ephesus hadn't been straightforward and he's sort of a little bit we get the pick up we pick up earlier don't we he's not to be timid uh, but he's to sort of trust in God uh, just as Paul has and Paul has encouraged him to um, guard the deposit what he's been given by Jesus Christ uh, this good news is something that he's to to uh, share and, and, and carry on uh, and he's also encouraged Timothy to look at the the example of Onesiphorus and his household who sought him out and and were not prepared to sort of be put off 
but rather sought out and ministered to him. So it's a really encouraging time like that. Nevertheless, uh, Timothy's to expect some suffering and some tough times. And in our last week, we talked about how we encourage one another by focusing on our priorities, uh, by uh, focusing on Christ first uh, and the things that he has taught us and to look forward to um, this, this reward that Christ has got ahead of us by being disciplined in preparing ourselves for daily ministry to one another. Well, if you're that sort of person, that's great, but I need, I'm need i the sort of person who needs a little bit of inspiring. I'm the sort of person who needs something to sort of just push me and encourage me a little bit along like that. And I don't know if you've noticed uh, how the tone of some of our advertising has changed. I, I noted that Nationwide Building Society have now got some interesting, inspiring uh, quotes and thoughts as, for the programmes that they sponsor. And social media is full of inspiring quotes and things like that. Perhaps you're drawn to uh, the example of Churchill, you know, who led the country through such difficult times. Uh, perhaps you're looking at some, you know, how some of the celebrities uh, sort of more modern faces are dealing with today and encouraging us. Um, but ultimately, I want us to think about what is our ultimate inspiration as Christians? Well, Paul leads us in verse eight, remember Jesus Christ. He's already encouraged Timothy to reflect on what he has said because the Lord will give us insight, but to do so, remember Jesus Christ. There's this ultimate inspiration, this inspiring figure, Jesus Christ, who stands above and within time and our reality, doesn't he? He stands above it because he's ascended, but he also stands in it because he says he is with us. And we need to remember that. He re we remember uh, that Jesus Christ conquered death. You know, our biggest concern at the moment is probably the health of ourselves and our loved ones. But the bigger picture is that Jesus, and that's not wrong. Let's get that right. That is not wrong at all. And we should be inspired also by those in the NHS who are prepared to risk their lives to help people. That's absolutely right. And I'm there at the foot of my drive every Thursday clapping for them. But it's also important to remember the big picture that ultimately Christ has conquered death. He's raised, been raised from the dead and conquered it. It's something that is under his power now. And, and that's important for us to have confidence in. Christians should have confidence, if nothing else, in the resurrection, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that is important. And that inspires us because when we look at Jesus's example, things he taught his followers about life, things he, he said would happen to him, things he said that God, as his father, would, would show him and look after him, things he promised his followers that it would be the same for them, that we would have the same relationship with God as Father. And, we would, and the, the resurrection was something that would happen for us as well. Look at the story of Lazarus. He promises these things to Mary and Martha who are concerned about it. He promises those things for us. And he also said, as I've hinted earlier, I will be with you always. But beyond that, look at the, uh, we've been looking through Acts in the week. Look at how he stands at his, from his throne in heaven to welcome Stephen as Stephen is dying. You know, there's this unbreakable bond with Jesus Christ who loves us, died for us, rose again for us and looks forward to welcoming us ultimately and says he is with us 
always. Nobody, nobody in the whole of human history and in the whole of our media and all the things that's going out at the moment is as inspiring as that. Nobody can match that. And that's what we're holding to as Christians. We need to focus on him, his example, and how it shapes us. The things that he put up with, the things that he did, and those truths are the things that should shape us and shape one another and shape, hopefully, the people around us. Because while we're in lockdown, God's word and God's power are not locked down. They are available for anyone and for everyone who calls on his name. We live in those lights in that time where we need to hear and experience the power of God in our lives. And it comes from accepting his word and receiving his spirit so that he does live in us. Well, that's good news for us, isn't it? It's good news for us because actually in a crisis like this, we find things harder than they used to be. We find it harder to be with each other. We find it harder to help one another. We find it hard when we're on our own. We're social creatures and we find it harder perhaps to pray. But praying is talking to God in the name of Jesus. So let's encourage one another in prayer uh, when we do that because he can't be chained, held down or stopped. He will continue to minister to his people and pray for us as we're inspired by him. So ultimately, we are the people who know him, who can speak to him, who can experience him, who can, and can know his power and his truth and his grace and his forgiveness in everything we do. It's quite a difficult uh, thing sometimes to bear in mind, actually. It's quite, but we need to be prepared to bring it to mind so that we can be faithful followers of Jesus Christ. We have this lovely trustworthy saying here uh, that, that is probably an early hymn and it reminds us that if we endure we will reign. And the tricky little verse at the end but reminds us in verse 13, if we're faithless, if we, if we, if we mess up, and we're all messing up at the moment, we're all getting stuff wrong at the moment, these are difficult times in lots of different ways, but if we are faithful to him, even though we mess up, he remains faithful to us because that's what he's promised to us. So I encourage us to put our hearts and lives and spirits in his hands and, and, and let him lead us and care for us and love us as we seek to help and love one another because that is his word. If you want uh, some encouragement in that, I remember uh, these words. We've said them corporately and I can share them online if it's helpful, but I remember these words and I'm just going to read them through gently for us. I'm part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast and I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away or be still. Because my past is redeemed. My present, even now, makes sense. And my future is secure. So I'm finished with and done with low living, sight walking, smooth knees, colourless dreams, tamed vision, world talking, cheap giving and dwarfed goals. My face is set, my gait is fast, my goal is heaven, my road is narrow and the way is rough. My companions are few or unavailable, my guide is reliable, my mission is clear, I won't give up. Shut up, let up, 
until I've stayed up, stored up and prayed up for the cause of Jesus Christ. I must go till he comes, give till I drop, preach till everyone knows, work till he stops me. And when he comes for his hour, he will have no trouble recognising me, because my banner will have been clear. May God bless you and keep you today. May we be inspired by the example and words of Jesus Christ and those he's inspired before us. Amen. At the end of each prayer, I will say, Lord, in your mercy, please respond if you'd like to with, hear our prayer. Father, we thank you for St John's, our church, at this difficult time. We thank you for Matt, for Kim and Richard, and for their work among the people of Southbourne and surrounding area. Uphold them and strengthen them in, and their families. Keep them well and sustain them. Be with our church wardens and PCC as they continue to work for the parish. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, during this period of lockdown, many of us have been able to see and hear more of your glory of your wonderful creation. Help us, Lord, to protect the environment and to learn from this time of enforced lockdown to continue to value and look after our world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you for the ability to use the church grounds for the community and for the witness that this brings. Help us, Lord, to be faithful witnesses for you. Thank you that through online communication we are still able to meet as a body of your people. We thank you, Lord, for those who prepare the weekly services and lead the various events online. We pray for children and young people as they are unable to meet up and attend school. We pray for their continued education and safety and for wisdom for teachers and the government as some return to school next month. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal those who are suffering in body, mind or spirit, and for all those in hospital or care homes at this time. We thank you for the many health workers, doctors, nurses, carers, cleaners and porters. Give them courage and hope in their times of trouble and keep them healthy and strong, we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we think about the work of Christian aid this week. We pray that money will be forthcoming through the e-envelope scheme, such that there will be sufficient funding to undertake the many and varied projects to fight against poverty and injustice around the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, Father, we pray for our world in the COVID-19 outbreak. Father, so many people have died and so many families have been affected by this. Draw close to them in their grief, comfort those who mourn, and heal those who are sick. We pray for those who do not have access to gardens or open spaces to stay well and cope both mentally and physically. Thank you for the scientists and doctors who are working on vaccines and antibody testing. Lord, keep them safe. Give them wisdom and the ability to find the right answers to bring a successful outcome. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Well, as I already hinted, you know, living in lockdown puts pressure on us all in lots of different ways and gives us things that we're not sure how to deal with and we make mistakes. And we're encouraged that even when we're faithless, Jesus remains faithful. So let's come to him with confidence and pray a prayer of confession. 
Almighty and most merciful Father, we have wandered and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things that we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But you, O Lord, have mercy upon us sinners. Spare those who confess their faults. Restore those who are penitent according to your promises, declared to mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may live a disciplined, righteous and godly life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. As a minister of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's my privilege to declare his forgiveness. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace and peace to you today.